0: Where did we first meet?
1: We met in the middle of Murray Street Mall um, during an event that the Liberators held, uh, but it was about dancing in public and providing a space for people to express themselves freely. And um, I've got a a video background and you have a video background and I think we came together as
0: Videographers,
1: and we're talking about the direction of the the
0: night that's right, I remember yeah, there was um, a DJ being carted carted around on a what was that like a little trolley we call it, we call it the um, the base wagon, the base wagon That's right, and I think the intention of that event was to encourage members of the public to just dance. It was a Friday night, it was a Friday evening. After work, and yeah, we're just trying to encourage everyone to to dance um, or to express themselves really after work and not be so bound by.
1: I'd say
0: break the the
1: loop, um, break the the routine. You know, break out of your okay. It's Friday. Let's go. Let's go out to a pub, or you know, let's go and have some drinks. Um, You know We were kind of like Okay Here's a space If you want to try something different Um And If you feel You have the I don't know the, the confidence To step out of your comfort zone Here's the place You know The backstory of the liberators Is we're We're facilitators We We're there to provide a space For others to come back to your core and uh, release your inner child without the fear of looking bad um, in front of others and really giving up the judgments um, and uh, the the internal dialogue that really goes on in your head is, oh, what, what will happen if I do this? And um, yeah, being at peace with that, I think, is really the space we're trying to provide it's it's a neutral space you you can come in
0: however you desire and you mentioned space for the inner child to be expressed what what do you see as the inner child well i think the inner child is
1: this you know th- this kid in you that really wants to go out there dance about, sing, um, just, you know, pure joy. And I think uh, the the evolution of our existence is there's a time in your life where you have to grow up and um, focus on sustaining your existence. And, yeah, part of that process really kind of limits how you can express yourself. And I think that um, the one thing I've heard from others is, oh, why don't you grow up? And I say, when was the last time you expressed yourself? Because I am grown up, you know, I, I'm i running a business, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But I like to express myself and I, I don't limit myself um, through the judgments and opinions of others.
0: Has there been a time... When you have been affected and limited by the judgments and beliefs of others, yeah, definitely. I think high school was a a big uh
1: lesson uh I think when you're in that headspace, that environment, you're kind of competing with others to look good, and you know you're you're in different social groups people really portray an image so that they feel like they're accepted in these different groups. And I think near the end of high school for me, I kind of woke up to that and realized this isn't me, this isn't, you know, an authentic self. Uh, and it kind of got boring. I, I saw past that, that reality and then really just started to be like, okay, I'm gonna just follow my beliefs and I'm gonna go with what flows with me. During the early exam periods, uh, this is end of uh, year 11, I would, I would just be that person that was there for anyone who wanted to have a chat. Um, I would really just inquire with people. I'd be like, how are you doing? How are you finding you know this exam period? are you doing okay? Are you happy? you know, et cetera, et cetera, And people were drawn to that, and yeah, there was there was no bullshit. that was just me. And that's how I really um, created true authentic friendships, and yeah i've I've still got some friends to this day. From really taking that step. Yeah. And I think that's one of the strengths I've really noticed in myself. Okay, this is a strength that I have. I can provide this. I can gift this. I can hold
0: space for this. And that's evolved over the years. Okay. This gift of just sort of holding space for a conversation to unfold something. And you're genuinely interested in... How the other person is doing, and
1: yeah, as well as like um, I've done a whole heap of courses, especially a course in communication, and one of the one of the activities we took part in was uh, kind of intent listening, listening without the intention of responding, and um, I've kind of nicknamed it breathing space. And providing the space to breathe and really just be with the other person's conversation and um, not limiting them by what you want to provide to the conversation.
0: Right. So not just waiting for them to finish speaking so you can tell them the really interesting thing you have to say, but, but actually leaving the space for them to say whatever they need to say and there's no like expectations on how you want the conversation to go or not it's no, just gonna flow how it does and you're completely accepting that yeah definitely and
1: uh, there are there are periods where i won't even say anything i would just be there as someone to listen and it's amazing to watch where the conversation uh, goes and uh, I've said like a little thing and then that's really seeded this amazing conversation. Uh, you know, I'll I'll ask a question of someone. I'll ask something really personal of someone. Like a friend of mine who's an artist. She, you know, she runs uh, a whole heap of different uh, food trucks. And I said, you know, what what are you really passionate about? What really drives you? And she said... I love my art, and I said, "Oh, what about your art?" And she really, um, she got into like I've always enjoying, you know, enjoyed just doing, you know, pencil artwork. And I, I kind of took a step back. I was like, "Okay, you know, I can respond to this, or I can really listen, and we can delve deeper into this passion." Um, And I could see she was really getting passionate and enthusiastic about that. And I realized, wow, I'm gifting this space right now. And I just, yeah, I let it evolve.
0: You mentioned that back in high school when you first started tuning in with other people and asking how they were doing with the exams, you felt like this was, that this was you, that this was you being authentic. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, how did you feel that? How did you feel that in the moment? What did it feel like? I think, um, you know, going back to the inner child,
1: I always had this inquisitive nature. I always questioned everything around me. I was that, that kid that asked a 100 questions. And early school time, I kind of got cut by that. You know, I asked a question and the whole class put me down. And... Later in my high school years, I woke up to that and realized no, there's no need to self-censor myself right now. Um, I've got, you know, I'm genuinely interested in this person in front of me. Um, I really want to um, find out more about them because people have amazing stories to tell, um, and I think they don't get the time and they aren't provided the space to really
0: blossom through conversation um yeah that's a really beautiful thing because you mentioned you were you were you were asking all these questions and people were putting you down i don't know how long you struggle with that like then censoring yourself and not asking these questions that were coming from your inner child but Eventually, you did come back and start asking those questions again. And not only were you asking questions, you were gifting more space to others, even though you'd already been cut down by, by you know, people putting you down for asking so many questions. And you came back with this, this interested, curious, genuine question for them and gifting them the space to really listen to their answers. From that I really saw, I think,
1: you know, this is powerful and this is a free gift that doesn't require anything. Um, It just requires the space and people are powerful and they need to realize that they are powerful. And, you know, one, one gift that we can give to each other is being a space of free communication and self-expression and yeah i kind of lost my train of thought a little bit
0: that's all good the times when you felt limited by yourself like there's something you've wanted to say or do but haven't have there been any uh particular moments of your life that 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 come to mind like as significant moments of of repressing yourself or yeah, c- censoring yourself so I think I
1: was probably fifteen and i i saw a YouTube video called where is matt and it was a guy that was traveling around the world who with dance, with different communities, different cultures. So I thought, hmm, let's throw a Daft Punk song around the world on and dance around the world of my street. <laughs> and, you know, this is a laptop and a webcam. This is my early days of video editing. And I produced a, a video and synced it up. And I, I wanted to share that. Um, I took it to you know, a group of people that were part of a class of mine and they're like, oh, this is stupid, you're an idiot, why'd you dance? You know, That really cut me and I was, oh, okay. I felt like I had to kind of step back. Oh, no, I can't express myself, I can't do this, I can't do that. And moving forward from that, the thing I really realized was, whoa, no, there was something there. Um dance is powerful it's a form of expression, and I was using my strengths of video producing, and that was just their response from you know how how I see it now is um okay in in the world of looking good and in the world of you know the different social groups that were going on in in high school this is different, this is going against looking good, this is really someone who's being raw and being themselves and they might have seen that as threatening. So their first response is, oh, this is stupid, why are you doing this, Um, etc., etc. My response to that was I took my whole YouTube channel down um, because of fear. And yeah, I think part of me still has that little bit of, is this good enough? um you know what's the response that i'm going to get from this content
0: why do you think the people that did make those comments why do you think they were saying those things
1: i think it triggered something in their existence um there might have been something similar that may have happened to them they might have you know wanted to dance or they may may have spoken up about something and someone responded in a negative sense and They created a story in their mind about that moment and then it was part of their existence and um, They had a kind of a response to that because they're like, oh, I can't do this. Why should this person be able to do this?
0: It's interesting the concepts of right and wrong Mm. I've been exploring those with the free-flow Fridays I'm doing, that's a space where I've been filming myself playing the piano or, you know, dancing with yourself the other week. Um, And really, you know, when you think about dance or playing music, expressing yourself, it's so interesting how we've been conditioned to think that if something sounds bad or not pleasing or isn't incredibly entertaining, that it's wrong in some way, that it's not correct, and I don't know where that exactly comes from, but it feels like what you said before. Someone, someone along the along the line has put them down for just expressing themselves, their inner child, just in this raw, authentic state, and they've been open and vulnerable, not knowing that someone else would come along and be like, hey, that's crap. What do you think you're doing? And in that moment being cut really, really deep, really deep, and then all these defenses go up for them. And this is, I I can talk firsthand about this stuff, where you then just lock that part of you down because it's then seen as the cause of feeling that pain again, you know, the cause of having someone else criticize you or judge you so you just shut it down and don't express yourself in that way anymore and i've found it so difficult becoming aware of those blocks those those shut down parts of me that have just been hurt and also then beginning to heal them with you know the courage and compassion it takes to to undo those those knots of pain and really come back into that feeling and and moving through the the original pain and just acknowledging, wow, that was so, so painful and reconnecting with that part of your inner child which was shut down. And every time it sort of opens up a new space for energy to flow more freely and I'm able to express myself a little bit more and take more steps forward i guess in my own self-expression but how how have you done it like that's that's my experience of it how have you come out of your own deep wounds so i think it's through education
1: through some courses i've taken part in um one of the activities that we did was seeing these moments as stories that you have created narratives that you know you have um built based on experiences and kind of seeing those experiences as stories you have created and i think that that's the thing um i've noticed between a child and an adult over the years these 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 stories have been acquired and they've had an impact on the person um you know these grown adults are um and it could be you know it could be part of your act the act that you portray um is impacted by um these experiences these circumstances um and so how you
0: express yourself
1: how you express yourself because you could think back to, oh, you know, I got up and started singing and everyone laughed at me or something. You know, this is just an example. And being like, oh, I'm never going to do that again because that might happen again to me. This is where I really challenged my own comfort zone. The whole thing behind communication. Uh, What if I say something wrong and people, you know, don't like me. I guess that could be the the is, Oh, if I really express my opinion, I'm going to lose friends or I'm going to, you know, lose this connection. And this is where I, I really pushed myself out of my comfort zone. And I was catching trains, I was catching buses on a regular basis. And I started conversations with strangers on the train. Um... Because I really wanted to push myself out of that that fear of looking good. And what I got out of it was new friendships and really listening to some amazing people that really aren't heard. Yeah, I think they really opened up. And this is, this is something I've noticed. Um, when you're vulnerable, people want to be vulnerable back because they can see that you're you've let your guard down to them and they're just drawn to that and they want to share. And I think that's one thing that people really, um, people want to be heard and they have something to, to share. And there are a lot of people that you don't hear because they're fearful of, you know, social anxiety, they're fearful of this, this and that. And it's this, this self-limiter they've kind of activated in themselves. And I guess, um, you know, I could um, talk about how the, the beginning of communication evolved to self-expression. Noticing that, okay, yeah, I can hold a conversation with a stranger, with, you know, these different people. I can be
0: vulnerable. Can
1: I be vulnerable in different areas?
0: And so, so you showed yourself you had the ability to do that uh, by stepping outside of your comfort zone and starting those conversations with people on the train that you didn't know. And through that experience, you you realized, well, like I'm, um, I can do this. Yeah, definitely. But how did you? How did you come to? taking that step outside of your comfort zone though. How did, you know, what helps you to actually say those words, you know, to initiate that conversation with someone on the train? I think it all relates back to, you know,
1: um, workshops and courses I've taken part in. Um, I remember one moment I stood up in front of 150 people and said, isn't it weird not to be weird? And the whole group just broke into laughter and i realized whoa speaking in my mind really is like it has an impact and i think uh you know i've seen myself as a people pleaser in the past and part of me still is and worrying oh if i really voice my opinion i'm going to lose a certain uh you know group of friends because these opinions clash um but when you are authentic you know, and you do hold to your own beliefs. Uh, you, you draw others who share those beliefs with you. Um, yeah, I think there's only one
0: way to be, and it's to be yourself. Why do you think we try so hard to please others? To keep them, you know, yeah.
1: Because we want to be accepted by others. We want to connect, I think. It's human nature to feel accepted and to you know feel that you belong and if it's you know doing a certain thing if it's um acting a certain way to be accepted into a group you may feel okay maybe i have to do this to do that but um i think it's it's important to be be yourself in whatever moment you are in and you will you will be drawn naturally to your your tribe, your group of people that are in the same place. Um authenticity is powerful and you
0: grow as a person when you're authentic. And what I've heard from you all those moments where you've stepped outside of your comfort zone it's sounded like you've come into a place where you or like, what do I have to lose? Like, I don't care. I'm just going to do this. So kind of removing the importance of what other people think. And in that way, it's like enabled you to step outside of your comfort zone and be authentic and try these new things. And then as a result of that, you say, well, I'm capable of this. Mm. Definitely. So it's interesting how y- y- you first had to not give a crap about what other people thought. And that empowered you to then be yourself. Definitely, yeah. And right now, your current project is the 30-day the dance. Would you call it a challenge? What is it?
1: Um, 30 days of dance. Um, it's about constantly putting yourself in a vulnerable state. Like, I remember I started uh, down in Denmark. I climbed... This is Denmark, Western Australia. (laughs) Denmark, Western Australia, guys. Not over over in Europe. But, um, yeah, I I climbed um, a mountain down in Denmark, Western Australia with all my camera gear, everything. And I'm like, this is 15 kilos of gear. I'm climbing up, you know, at least a K in incline. You know, part of me is like, what's going on? Should I do this? Should I go back to the car and throw all my crap in? But I got to the top, and I'm I'm witnessing, you know, the Southern Coast of Australia, um, and I'm just like, wow, isn't this an awesome backdrop? Um, I'd love to dance on this mountain right now. So I I set up the um, I set up the camera and started recording, and. Part of me wanted to start the project to throw myself in a bit of a routine and another part of me um, wanted to um, really commit to a full 30 days to um, challenge myself and provide the space for others to see if they can cross that bridge and um, step out of their comfort zone. And, you know, it it started as me just dancing in different places by myself. And then people were like, oh, that's really cool. Can I join in? And I thought, "Hmm, wow, I can really provide a space of vulnerability and self-expression right now. So I started contacting people and saying, would you like to join me today in, you know, 30 minutes of dance? Um, and, um, yeah, share this experience and yeah, it's evolved along the way. I'm um, I'm on day 14. I've still got to film a, a video clip today, but along the way I've, I've definitely had my challenges. Um, you know, there are days I've kind of woken up and I'm like, I really don't feel like dancing today or, you know, Oh, I'm dancing by myself or, I'm gonna to have to dance in a public space. Oh, I'm gonna to have to look bad, and kind of be like, oh, do I really want to do that today? It's gonna to take all that energy. But after um, taking part in, you know, that dance, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is powerful. This is evolving. I think it's it's amazing to, I don't know, it's amazing to share the space because you could be that one person who's dancing, you know, in a beach or on a hill or you know in the middle of king's park with 40 50 people and um you know they're like what is this guy doing or um you know what are those people doing why are they dancing you know the internal dialogue of oh look at those idiots dancing but you're gifting them something in that moment because you're you're saying to them through your actions, oh, it's okay to dance in public right now. and
0: Even if they don't accept it in that moment, like even if they put it down or like think, oh, look at those weirdos over there. I think just the fact that they've seen it Mm. is enough for them to even take it in as a possibility, like as an option, you know, and they start thinking about it. They might think about when they're at home, like two weeks later, like, oh my God, those guys were dancing. So it kind of stays with them. Yeah, definitely. And
1: I think, uh, you know, learning to let go of whatever's going on in your head and just being in that moment and really being 100% in that moment. And there are going to be people around you, you know, that give you weird looks. Oh, tons of times. I've had kids give me puzzled looks. Um, I was dancing on a hill in Mosman Park. And a kid stopped on their scooter and was staring at me the whole time, like kind of in a, they looked like they were confused. And then the mum comes along and she's like frozen, staring at me. And yeah, both of them had a puzzled look and I I yelled out, do you guys want to join me? And they're like, what? Wait, you're calling out to me? And I'm like, yeah, um, do you want to join me? And they kinda of walked off and I was like, oh, oh well.
0: <laughs> I didn't make any response.
1: Yeah, there wasn't anything out of that, but I'm sure that kinda of ignited something. Surely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just doing your thing, you're harmless dancing away. Mm. Okay. And are you gonna are you gonna publish this these thirty days of dance uh once once you're done? Are you gonna make a video of them and put them out? Yeah, definitely. So the idea is
1: to publish a compilation of the 30 days um i'll most probably publish it to one of the facebook pages i run called let's be Rounded one um with the the number one at the end and um i'll put a link to that in the bottom of the um the show notes for people to find yeah cheers um and um yeah i think it's one of many projects um you know, I could I could mention one other project briefly just to give you an idea, but something that's evolving in the future involves musicians
0: on a train and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. If people want to uh, find out more about those projects and upcoming projects that you're doing, is there a place on the worldwide internet that they can find you? Definitely. So... The best place to go
1: to to find out about events and projects that I'm running is my photography page, uh, Cahill Films. Um, so, yeah, facebook.com
0: forward slash Cahill Films. Cool. All right. Yeah, anything you want to add before we wrap this up?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, am I able to share something I wrote a few weeks ago? Absolutely. All right. So this is something I wrote after... Getting back from Denmark and dancing in Albany as well. You're no longer holding me under, barely able to grasp for air. I'm taking charge and I mean business. I don't care if you despise me or hate me, I'm just here to be. To no longer question my values over your acceptance. To no longer worry if you agree with my ways. I'm a bird in life and I'm ready to fly. Your lies won't discourage my ambitions to strive. I don't have time for your bullshit. Neither do others. I'm ready to dance, to sing. I'm ready to challenge, to inquire. You may question my intentions. Know this. If you seek adventure, let your inner child wild. Come on a journey and find yourself. That crazy animal fighting to survive survives ready to be set free. So I ask you this. Are you ready? to take these steps in time, to climb to unbearable heights, to seek the wild and the wicked, to leap to unheard of happenings.